All right, everybody, I'm Logan Alec, I'm a CPA, and this is my update for Wednesday, December 2nd. Just to let you know what's coming here on the channel, in addition to the daily updates I do, as well as the personal finance stuff I like talking about, I'm also going to be doing some walkthroughs and reviews of online tax software as they become available. I'm going to start with TurboTax, probably H&R Block Online as well. I have also started to put my affiliate links to these tax software programs in the description of my videos below. If you want to support the channel, you can get your tax software through those links at no extra cost to you. I will get a small commission though when a purchase is made through those links. Anyway, on to stimulus. Mitch McConnell has a new stimulus proposal and it absolutely sucks. It is the worst. I will tell you what's in it later in this video. Pelosi has a new proposal as well that we don't really know anything about at this point. So we're going to talk about Mitch's crappy proposal in this video. But just to catch you up where we've been yesterday, we went over the new $908 billion stimulus proposal being put together by a bipartisan group of senators in partnership with the House Problem Solvers Caucus. I told you that not only does this new proposal have no stimulus checks in it, but it only has $348 billion in new money. Not a lot. The rest is repurposed CARES Act money. And as I mentioned in my second video yesterday, at the press conference this bipartisan group of senators held about their stimulus proposal yesterday, various reporters asked them, okay, uh, who's on board with this? Does the White House like it? Does Mnuchin like it? McConnell, Pelosi, what do they think? What does Biden think? And every time they were like, uh, I don't know, we'll have to see. And of course, now we have McConnell and Pelosi with their own respective new stimulus proposals. We know a lot about Mitch's and pretty much nothing about Pelosi's. But before we talk about McConnell's new stimulus proposal, first, let's talk about the press conference that he and other Republican Senate leaders held yesterday. Yesterday, McConnell said that he has been speaking to House uh, top Republican Kevin McCarthy and Treasury Secretary Mnuchin about what the White House would be willing to sign in terms of stimulus. That's just a little silly to me, right, that he would bring that up. The issue here isn't what Trump would sign, it's what House Dems would agree to. And what McConnell has produced in this new proposal, I'm going to go over in a second, isn't at all something that House Dems will agree to. McConnell also said that at this point, we don't have time for messaging games or for lengthy negotiations. We need a result, he said. He also said that waiting until next year is not the answer. And speaking of next year, we know that Biden wants more stimulus and he'll be pushing for a big stimulus when he's in office. He's reiterating that on a regular basis now. But right now we're focused on lame duck stimulus, which McConnell claims that he believes we need. McConnell also said, and this was a shock, McConnell said that he expects that any COVID-19 relief would be added to the government funding bills. He said it will all likely come in one package. We know that Pelosi has indicated that she does not like the sound of that. And even McConnell has indicated in the past couple months that he wanted to keep government funding and stimulus separate. But I guess he changed his mind. So bottom line, this is not the best news. Not the best news, folks. We don't have a lot of time left here. We have McConnell with his super skinny proposal I'm going to talk about in a second. We have Pelosi with her unknown new proposal, which is, I guarantee, nothing like McConnell's proposal. And then we have kind of these rogues in the middle, this bipartisan group with their own proposal. It's like, where were all these proposals weeks ago that could have given you all the time to work through them? Why is this so last minute? Why last minute are we going in not one, not two, but three different directions? When on top of all this, there's still the appropriation bills and government funding to deal with as well. It's just ridiculous. It really is. But let's get into McConnell's new proposal that he circulated yesterday to various Republicans for comment. Basically, you should know, like I said, that this thing sucks. And in my opinion, has a very slim chance of making it past the Senate, not to even speak of the House. It's like skinnier 
than skinny. Just to give you a preview, there's no stimulus checks and absolutely no supercharged weekly unemployment benefits. Not 600 a week, not 400 a week, not 300 a week. His own skinny bills are 300 a week, right? But in this proposal, $0 a week, nothing. The only thing for unemployment in McConnell's new plan is an extension of the PEUC as well as the PUA. PEUC under the CARES Act is the additional 13 weeks of unemployment beyond whatever the normal number of weeks is in an individual state. McConnell's plan would extend eligibility for the PEUC from December 31st to January 31st for new claims, and those who have already been benefiting from PEUC on or before January 31st would also be eligible to receive the PEUC through the expiration of their claim period or March 31st, whichever comes first. PUA, that's the one for the self-employed. McConnell's plan would extend PUA through uh, January 31st, which would be the deadline for new claims, and those who are on PUA on or before January 31st would still be eligible to continue receiving PUA through the shorter of the expiration date of their PUA or through the end of March, whichever comes first. But there's no supercharged weekly benefit for unemployment here. McConnell apparently doesn't want anything to do with that at this point. McConnell's new proposal also includes liability protection for businesses, hospitals, colleges, and universities universities, churches, nonprofits, government agencies, etc. It establishes a second round of PPP, Paycheck Protection Program. Uh, to be eligible for a second round, your business must meet SSBA standards, have no more than 300 employees, and demonstrate at least a 25% reduction in gross revenue from 2019 to 2020. It would also include a streamlined forgiveness applications for loans of up to $150,000. McConnell's bill also includes a grant program to support shuttered live venues and theaters. There's the forgiveness of the $10 billion loan from the Treasury to the Postal Service if the Postal Service's cash balance drops to $8 billion or less. We've talked about that before here on the channel. There's money in here uh, that McConnell's proposing for educational support, enhancing 529 plans, basically expanding the definition of qualified expenses for what you can spend 529 uh, plan distributions on. Uh, there's a little bit of money for child care. There's COVID response funding in there in terms of tax changes. Remember, the CARES Act said, hey, even if you don't itemize the you can still deduct up to $300 of charitable contributions on your 2020 tax return. Well, McConnell's new proposal would increase that amount to $600 for individuals, $1,200 for those filing a joint return. You know, for all the extra money you have to give to charity this year. Also, McConnell's proposal would make business meals 100% deductible rather than 50% deductible. Last page here, $31 billion for vaccines, $20 billion for farmers, $500 million to fisheries, $5 billion for the Child Care and Development Block Grant, $10 billion for Title VI back-to-work child care grants. And of course, at the beginning here, under offsets, it says that the costs of these proposals would be offset by repurposing $140 billion in unspent CARES Act money, mostly pertained to PPP. And I think the implication here of this top item is that McConnell wants to offset some of the costs here with that money the Fed gave back to the Treasury. So bottom line is this thing stinks. The people are just entirely neglected. There's no stimulus checks. There's no supercharged unemployment. There's no rental assistance. People are going to be kicked out with this thing. It's a terrible proposal. It's the worst one yet, in my opinion. As though The skinny bills were bad, but this is really, really bad. Very little new money. Hundreds of billions just being repurposed. No money for the people, and it sucks. Well, what about Nancy Pelosi? She did speak with Mnuchin on the phone yesterday about government funding and about COVID relief and released a brief statement yesterday that reads... 
the secretary and I spoke today on the omnibus, by the way, that's the government funding bills, and I laid out the bipartisan progress that Chairman Shelby and Chairwoman Lowy have made. I relayed my hope that the administration would support this bipartisan path. On COVID relief, we acknowledge the recent positive developments on vaccine development and the belief that it is essential to significantly fund distribution efforts to get us from vaccine to vaccination. Any COVID proposal must ensure that the vaccine is free and accessible to everyone. Secretary Mnuchin said he would be reviewing the proposal Leader Schumer and I made to Leader McConnell and Leader McCarthy last night and the bipartisan Senate proposal unveiled today. Additional COVID relief is long overdue and must be passed in this lame duck session. Interesting to me is that she didn't crap all over the bipartisan Senate proposal. She just said that Mnuchin would be reviewing it alongside the proposal that Schumer and Pelosi made to McConnell and McCarthy. So what is this proposal that uh, Pelosi and Schumer made to McConnell and McCarthy? We actually don't know. Schumer uh, didn't said basically said mum's the word yesterday. It's a big question mark right now. Hopefully we'll know sooner rather than later. Speaking of Mnuchin, he and Fed Chair Jerome Powell testified yesterday in a Senate hearing. Dems really wanted to highlight the initial disagreement that Mnuchin and the Fed had regarding letting the various lending facilities expire at the end of the year. But then obviously Powell wrote the letter saying, yeah, the Fed will return the money to Treasury. So Senate Dems yesterday were really trying to make Mnuchin and kind of even Powell look bad for this move. But in my opinion, they were not successful. Powell, as he always does, reiterated his opinion that more stimulus from Congress is needed. In terms of other congressional updates, we know that in addition to COVID-19 relief, as we've been saying, the other big thing on Congress's plate right now is the government funding. Earlier this year, they passed continuing resolutions to keep the government funded through December 11th. But by then, they need to pass either another continuing resolution or ideally final appropriations bills to keep the government funded through the rest of its fiscal year from December 12th to September 30th. Those talks are coming down to the wire. The Senate Appropriations Committee Chairman Richard Shelby of Alabama, he's a Republican, said that Congress isn't likely to agree on a government funding deal this week. He said it's not impossible, but it would be difficult. So we might be looking to next week to get finality on the government funding. And that could be complicated, right, if McConnell wants to throw COVID in there as well. In terms of COVID-19, we had 184,174 new cases yesterday with 2,607 deaths. Also, the United Kingdom has become the first nation to approve the Pfizer-BioNTech COVID-19 vaccine for emergency use. United Kingdom Health Secretary Matt Hancock said that help is on the way now that we have a vaccine. He said that the first 800,000 doses of the vaccine would probably be administered in the next few days. He said that the COVID-19 situation would start turning around this coming spring. The UK has not officially stated who will be first in line for the vaccine. There's a chart that's kind of circulating here where people have an idea. Health Secretary said it will probably be people over 80 years old will be prioritized, nursing home residents, frontline health care workers, etc. But this is phenomenal news, folks. It really is. I don't think it can be overstated how good the news is that finally a vaccine that is said to be 95% effective against a virus that has basically caused the world to shut down in many respects. I mean, it's just phenomenal news that this vaccine will in coming days start to be distributed in mass. In domestic vaccine news, Dr. Fauci said yesterday that the United States could have herd immunity to COVID-19 by the end of next summer, summer 2021, if Americans get on board with COVID-19 vaccinations. He said that high-risk individuals would obviously be vaccinated first with the general population starting to get vaccinated this coming April. He said that once we get there, we can crush this outbreak 
just like we did with pandemics past, such as smallpox, polio, and measles. He said that if we have a good uptake for the vaccine, then the overwhelming majority of the population could be vaccinated by the end of the second quarter of 2021, and that would mean we would have herd immunity that would allow us to get kids back to school in the fall, to get people back to work, and all that good stuff. All right, everybody, that is my update for now. Thank you so much for watching, and I will see you in the next video. Bye-bye.